Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 7. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. One second. Okay. Come so Bhataya Krita me Tranugraham Drakshyangri Padmam Prahito Manahare <coughs> Krita Vitarasya Dratayam Tama Puvetaram Yam Nakamandala Dvisha Indeed, today King Kamsa has shown me extreme mercy. <coughs> by sending me to see the lotus feet of Lord Hari, who has now appeared in this world. Simply by the effulgence of his toenails, many souls in the past have transcended the insurmountable darkness of material existence and achieved <coughs> liberation. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam <coughs> Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namo namah. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siadvaita Gadadhar, Shivas Adigor Bhaktavrinda. <clears throat> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. They're cooking a, <clears throat> a big feast downstairs and I'm upstairs and the what they call the chunk of the chaunts <clears throat> is in the <clears throat> room. Okay, yeah, most of you have been with me on this story about a soul who wants to see Krishna. And that's all our goal. We all want to see Krishna because seeing Krishna means feeling Krishna. Just like think of someone who you love very much. When you see them, you feel them. You feel your motherly love, your romantic love, your friendship, your reverence. And that feeling of Krishna, which is our connection with the absolute Reality is the goal of life. Prema Pumarta Mahan. The greatest Mahan, Artha, the greatest wealth is Prema. Rasa Vai Saha. And that is what the absolute reality is. Jnaninas tatvadarshanam. We take a spiritual master, tadvidi pratipatena, pariprashnena sevaya, 
upate kanti te gyanam gyaninas tatpadarshana because he's tatva darshana he sees tatva that which is or reality <coughs> the goal is not to be a madman the goal is actually to see the truth because the truth will set you free the truth that reality self-realization to actually see who we are and seeing who we are means to see god because who we are is in relationship with god so akura is going to exemplify how to do it you have to have the right desire nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam uh, Nitya nityanam chaitanas chaitanam kamam eko bahunam yo the one satisfies the desires of the many but you have to desire the wrong thing the right thing because the greatest tra tragedy in life is to have the wrong desires because even if you fulfill them you'll be miserable Either you won't have them and you'll be miserable or you'll get them and be miserable. And that's the story of the world. People have good or bad karma, but it's the same. Wet stool, dry stool, you don't make a distinction. Because anything that disconnects you from that feeling, that energy of connection with God is unfortunate. You can be a billionaire, you can be beautiful, you can have the girl or boy of your dreams, you can have, you know, the, the degree, the education, the political post. But trauma, eva, he kevalam. If it's not connected to God, it has no value. Because it doesn't satisfy your heart. And isn't, isn't that what life's about? Dharma sunushtita pumsam. Even if you do dharma, sunushtita, expertly. Dharma sunushtita pumsa, vibhiksena katasinopadiyen. Rati. If there's no rati, R A T I, if there's no rati, if there's no taste, then trauma eva hi kevalam. So all this connection is our desire because there is God. And he's in our heart and he's everywhere and he's looking at our heart. And he is wanting us to have the right desire. And when you have that, it will create mano rata. It will create Manorita. Manorita will create a chariot of your mind. Your mind will become a chariot. And it will carry you to God. And you have to desire that strongly. That's the, 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 the main thing. It has to become greed, which means beg, borrow, or steal. Beg, borrow, or steal. That's what I want. And you have to serve the devotees. Because that's where the desire rests. I was discussing that this morning. Why it's so important to hear Gorlila. Because you become attracted to Lord Chaitanya, you'll want to serve him. And the desire to serve has a potency to enter into a person's heart to understand what they want. So if you serve a great devotee, 
then you'll enter into their heart and you'll find the desire to serve Radha and Krishna. Hey, come on yeah. in, Haribo. Okay, good, good. Um, Mayapur, you know, Jamuna Bihari and Leela Brindavan. Um, they, they can take darshan after class, maybe the percent. And we're going to do kirtan after class, right? You told. The, sit down. The young kids are going to get up. The little one ratted on them, I can tell you. He told them, I'm up. They're all sleeping. I can tell you that. Um, okay. So... We're talking about such an important point, the essence of spiritual life. And that's that, I'll just go back a little bit, just just the last point, because I think it's so important is, and I spoke about this this morning, is that <coughs> when you hear glories, when you hear descriptions of Krishna as devotees, you become attracted to them. If you become attracted to them, you want to serve them. And this seva bhav, it has a potency to enter into the heart of the object of your service, to know what that person wants. So when we serve great devotees, we enter into their hearts. We enter into their hearts and what's in their hearts? That desire to serve Radha and Krishna. That's why in, in even advanced practice of Krishna consciousness, you meditate on Gaur-lila because what's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thinking about? He's thinking about, I, I want Radha and Krishna, that desire. So that's how we get that desire. That's why Bhakti moves by Sadhu Sangha. You know, I was in Vrindavan when Prabhupada came to leave this world and we went into his room and Prabhupada started to speak about his disciple Jayananda, how he helped him so much. He gave $5,000, you can imagine in those days, to print the nectar of devotion. And so, so he understood the heart. Why do we work? Why are we Rupanuga? We're called Rupanuga. We follow... Lord Chaitanya, why? Because Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam, Mano Bishtam, the secret of his mind. He understood the secret of Lord Chaitanya's mind. And that's revealed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's some discussion with Sarup Damodar. They, they were astounded because when he, he began to express his poetry, they were just like, it wasn't just poetry. You have to have a conception that he was expressing. He was able to express it, but he first had the conception. Because you can't, you can't, you can't express something if you don't have the conception. And when, when they heard the beautiful poetry that was expressing this, this, this such high conception, they said, How did he get your mercy? And the answer was service. By service, he entered into the heart. I was talking at the beginning, I had a, a message this morning from Parthasarthi Goswami, very advanced Vaishnava, very advanced. And we're very good friends. He's, he's the one that's giving me these three apartments to make a little ashram in Mayapur because it belonged to his disciple and Blade belonged to him. So we were talking, he gave practical, some practical things just about that and, and some other thing about a god brother that was sick. And then, you know, he started to express, you know, he was saying, we, we have to hear Gaur Leela. We have to hear Gaur Leela. So, and getting back to Akura, he did this. He served Krishna's father and he had these two things, that service and this greed. 
that desire. We're talking Menorita. There's Krishna and we're here. How do we get there? You can go by the speed of mind and you won't get Krishna's lotus feet. <clears throat> but if you have the right consciousness, it can happen immediately. I was reading this morning in these things that a crew was thinking like, how am I going to get Krishna? Because Krishna is Uttama Shloka. He's the top person and therefore the top verses are about Krishna. He said, it's impossible. Then he said, oh, but it is, he said, but, but forget these thoughts. I can attain it because Krishna's Achuta Darshanam. Achuta means infallible. And infallible means his mercy never fails. So we can achieve it. And in the commentary, it was such an interesting point. It said, you know, a room could be dark for 500,000 years and you turn on a switch and it's all eradicated. So in the same way, by mercy of Krishna, mercy of Guru, mercy of the holy name, I can, by Krishna's mercy, I can, I can attain it. So now we're starting to get into his mind, is showing his mind and he's thinking here. First he's astounded, how does Krishna's mercy come? Krishna's mercy comes, everything is Krishna's mercy. So his mercy even comes from those who have are, are not our well wishes, right? Mayapur, now you're in your 50s, you've experienced, you know how it works, right? Sometimes the difficulties and the person is carrying the realization that you need to move forward in Krishna consciousness. <clears throat> and sometimes the cruelest things are the greatest mercy. I've always experienced in my life that whenever there's difficulty, if I tolerate, there's a fruit at the end of it. I, I remember this. I, I, I was going through a particular challenging circumstance. And then a God brother came to me, Naranjan Swami, who is very advanced. And he said, if you tolerate, there's a fruit at the end. So the difficulty was carrying a fruit. That's Bhishma Dev's instructions to Yudhisthira, who suffered so much. He said, how do I understand this? He said, there's a fruit at the end of realization that makes the difficulty that you undergone worth it in every single case. Every single case, it, it, it becomes worth it. And especially becomes worth it <clears throat> if you have the right attitude to open your heart to that mercy by bowing your head to God. You're absolute, you're good, I know it. Thank you. And then responding in the appropriate way, right? Whatever it is, according to Dharma, and then doing it under the guidance of the Vaishnavas. Shibuna Bihari is a disciple of Radhanath Swami. It's his appearance day. Your god brother is here. So we're having a big feast today. Okay? It, it has to be offered to Radhanath Swami. Okay? The, the deities and then Radhanath Swami. So the feast today is in his honor. Okay? And uh, make sure there's some Gujarati pasta. Okay? What is that called? Dal Dokali. Dal Dokali. I'm going to eat Dal Dokali. You can't believe this preparation. You can't imagine it. <clears throat> and I'm sure Radhanath Swami will very much appreciate that. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I'll, I'll just tell two Radhanath Swami story. I'll, I'll tell three. I was in Vrindavan. I was in Vrindavan 
and Radhanath Swami was coming back to Vrindavan <clears throat> for the first time after he had left. So he had never seen the Krishna Balar Mandir. So somehow I think he, got, he took a train to Mathura and he walked along the Jamuna River. It's like it's actually it says you should not come. One of the principles of neck devotion, you shouldn't come to the temple in a palanquin. Great saints take that a car. I used to have festivals and I used to send the bus to pick up Narayamarj and and like you know, 25 brahmacharis to do kirtan to, to the Balaram festival in our temple. We take the bus, they wouldn't take the bus in front of the temple, they would stop before they want to come in honor to the temple. So he walked. I was the first person he saw. And I just remember the first thing he said is he folded his hands and said, is there any service for me? After a long journey, you say, where is my room? What time's Prasadam? He said, is there any service for me? And actually, because he lived with Ramesh Baba for some time, whenever I would go to see Ramesh Baba, at the oddest times, he's shaving his head, he's taking Prasadam, he immediately stops and says, is there any service? And then another story I remember, so actually, so when he came, he said, let's go out on Prikram. So I consider him like my Dom Guru because we didn't leave the, the parameters of the temple. Now, we didn't, it's not like it was today. We went and we served and we served from early morning to the evening. I have Prikram temples. We never went to Govardhan Hill, Barsana, or maybe once a year there was some kind of bus parikram when all the devotees came. He said, let's go. I said, where are we going? He said, the holy name will take us on parikram. Let's chant. So all I do, is I remember Madan Mohan, the Madan Mohan temple. And he sang Sad Goswami Astik, but I never heard that before. Krishna Kirtana Ganenartanapano Pemamritambo Nidhi. So then the next day he said, let's walk around Vrindavan. Right? And then if you know those days in Vrindavan, there wasn't even sweet water. We had to get well water. There wasn't filtered water or bottled water, and it was a little hard, and that's why we'd all get sick. So very tired. And when you're really tired, you want a shoe with an arch. And we didn't have any money. I didn't have money to buy a drink outside. People don't know. Now they come. It's like paradise, MVT and across the street and, you know, pizza at the MVT. And, and we, didn't have a, we didn't have a dime to our, you know, you couldn't make a phone call when you came to Brindavan either. There's no phones. There's one phone in the Kotwali. What does the Kotwali mean, Mayapur? The police station, right? The office. So he said, let's go around. So somehow or another, somebody came to the West and gave me a, a pair of Birkenstocks. And it was like heaven. You put your foot in there and there's an arch. So about to go on Prikram around Vrindavan and Radhanath Swami looks at my shoes. He says, what is that? I said, they're Birkenstock <laughs> shoes. He says, he says, the cows are even more dear to Krishna than the Brahmins. How can you wear those shoes? I said, well, they're actually artificial. I lied. <laughs> I, 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 they're artificial leather. I don't know if I lied, but I said that anyway. Maybe I thought that. He said, but even if it looks like leather, what will people think? 
The only other thing I mentioned, I criticized the monkeys and he supported the monkeys because we, 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 we took their forest. <laughs> I remember that one too. So we'll have a big feast today in his honor, right? So you've come to the right place, Jim, when it be hard. Okay, make sure when it's offered, I'm sure Kula, uh, Kula Deep will do that. If you offer it to the deities, you take a separate plate. Maybe some extra flowers for his picture. Kula Deep is must be must be arranging that. Yes, he's listening now. What? He's listening now downstairs. So. Oh, he's listening. Yes. Okay, that is all. This is right. Right. Okay. All right. So, so who? Ati Anugraha. Ati means extreme mercy by Kamsa, because Kamsa knowing the mentality of men, wanting to really enthuse Akrura to go and do this duty with, with the right thing, knowing that men like machines, he said, there's the newest chariot never used. Take the latest, you know, the latest Lamborghini chariot or something like that, you know, the, the newest chariot, you take the newest chariot. And, but he's sending him, he's sending him to see Krishna. That's why he was waiting for some 12 years. He waited working under this tyrant. You know how much pressure that is? If you make one mistake or if he, he finds out that actually he was a Krishna devotee, he tolerated so much and now he was going to see and he's just, he's a bhakta. So what does he understand? I can't possibly deserve this because it's so great, how can I earn it? If we actually have faith in God, we never believe that we can earn it. How, how great can God be if we can pay for it by our effort? But we can attract God by our humility. But somehow it's happening and he realizes, all my sins must have been eradicated I, somehow or other. And he's sending me to see the lotus feet of Krishna. And this term lotus is always used because the great Vaishnav scholars are saying, well, how can we describe Krishna's feet? Well, a lotus is beautiful. It's soft and fragrant. And Krishna's feet are beautiful. They're soft and they're fragrant. So we'll use this, even though a lotus wilts, but... Well, is the I'm going to see the lotus feet. And this is a way of glorifying because the feet are the lowest part of the body. My boy, the lowest caste in India is the mochiwala. Mochi means dirty. So who's, who's the person who is dirty? It's the shoemaker. So the feet are dirty. We, we take them off. We don't walk in with the, with the shoes. We wash our feet before we come into the temple. So when you say the lotus feet, you're saying two things. One, I'm in a mood of service. Padasevana, to serve the feet means humble service. I'm in a mood of humble service. And you're saying this person is so exalted that the lowest part of his body is better than anything else. So he's saying like that. He, he's appeared in the world and simply by the effulgence of his toenails, not even the feet, but the effulgence of his feet, just approaching those feet, many souls in the past, there's a history of this. They have transcended the insurmountable darkness of material existence and achieved liberation. So effulgence, darkness, Tama. It, it erratic. And why is it insurmountable? Because people have been trying. And they do the same things that entangle them. Right? We see this with us. The same things that cause us anxiety and difficulty, we do again and again and again. It's so powerful. 
again and again and again. Puna puna charba. Uh, what is that verse? Matir. Uh, uh, what is that verse? Puna puna charbata charbatanam. Chewing the chewed. Just say, we get it, we chew it, and other people, and we chew it. This is why sometimes India is criticized, right? Because America enjoys, right? And suffers like anything. And then India takes what America has chewed and then they make it the latest fashion, <laughs> right? They make it the latest fashion, so they suffer. It's just so insurmountable, but people have transcended it by just this service this is this, this service to the lotus feet. And now he says these lotus feet are worshipped by Brahma, Shiva, and other demigods, by the goddess of fortune, and also by the great sages and Vaishnavas. Upon those lotus feet, the Lord walks about the forest while herding the cows with his companions. And those feet are smeared with kumkum from the gopis' breasts. Those feet, they're Aishwarya, the greatest controllers are at those feet. They're worshiping those feet. Just like Lord Brahma, Narada Muni, when he saw his father, Lord Brahma is so powerful, chief engineer of the universe. And what does that mean? He's organized this machine that moves to correspond people's karma. What? He went down to the center. What? You can tell them. I think they already came down. Sorry. It's okay. I, I didn't hear it. So, so people's karma. This person moves in a way that this person deserves, right? And it's all Lord Brahma's engineering feet. This person moves, so this person deserves, who affects another person who deserves and puts all the people together that deserve the same thing. He's Adi Kavi. He's the most intelligent person, Lord Brahma. You want to be Lord Brahma, you have to perform Varnashram perfectly for 100 births without any mistake. And usually there's no one that does that, so Krishna takes the position of Lord Brahma. So he's he, that person. Tena Brahma Adi He is worshiping these feet. And I'm going to see these feet. They're worshiping it. I'm touching it. The yogis are seeing those feet. I'm banging my obeisances to those feet. What is going on here? Atya Nugraha, this mercy is inconceivable. And not only those feet have opulence, they're so sweet. Those feet walk upon the forest of Vrindavan, they touch the breasts of the gopis. This is inconceivable. This is inconceivable. Surely I shall see the face of Mukunda since the, door, the deer are now walking on my right. That face framed by his curly hair is beautified by his attractive cheeks and nose, his smiling glance and his reddish eyes. So this is the science of omens. There is a science of omens. It's a fact. It's like a car. You know, when you don't put on the seatbelt, it rings. So there's various omens. I remember I was, I was going with a sadhu on Parikram and we're driving in a car with some friends and then like a snake came across or something. Oh, it was like, it was something auspicious. The most auspicious thing is to see a Brahmin with, with books. 
That's why America is so prosperous because all those devotees were doing book distribution. So everyone that came to the airport, they saw Brahmins with books. <laughs> it's auspicious. There's different things. And I told you, I know in my own life, I have certain omens that happen that let me know what's going to happen to me. I, I know it. I, 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 there's certain things that are, are just connected. So he knows. And the deer are walking on the, and the deer supposedly have auspicious markings in their eyes. And they're going to they're going to look at a distance, so it, it's very auspicious. And on the right hand side, and I'm going to Mukundasya. Why is Krishna Mukunda? He saved his father twice. This is the stories in the Krishna book. He saved him from. He bathed at the inauspicious time, and he was captured. And so his father gave him the name Mukunda. One who gives. Da, who gives mukti, mukunda, da, he gives liberation. One who gives liberation is called mukunda. And also, kunda is a flower and, and, and muk means the mouth. So Krishna's teeth are like kunda flowers, very white, very beautiful. So I'm going to see this person and I, I've said this, this word smitha, who is always smiling, it's the smile that's a reflection of eternal joy. And laughing is the, is the smile that's a reflection of the external joy. Like someone makes a joke. But people who are happy inside, their smile has a very special feeling. So... I'm going to see that person. And it's a description of him. I'm going to see the Supreme Lord Vishnu, the reservoir of all beauty. So I'm going to see his, see, see, I'm going to see his feet. Then he sees the face. I'm going to see the feet. Now I'm going to see the face by his own sweet will has now assumed the human-like form to relieve the burden of the earth, there is no denying that my eyes will achieve the perfection of their existence. We discussed in the morning, uh, just before you came, a very important point that um, perfection, the reason why perfection is seeing God, that's the priyogena. It's because seeing means feeling. Because when you have a relationship with someone you love, you don't just see them, you feel them. You feel your motherly love, you feel your romantic love, you feel your reverence love, you feel. So, and, and who's gonna see, this is the Supreme Lord who is, what is the term for Reservoir of all ah, Lavanya Damna. Lavanya, as you know from India, Lavan Bhaskar, the famous Churna. Churna, you know that, right? The most famous digestive Churna is called Lavan Bhaskar. Lavan means salt. But here, Lavanya means beauty. So how is salt beauty? Because salt brings out the taste of everything. So in some t places, the same word for salt is used to the same word for sweet. Mitu. What? Mitu. We, we call him Mitu in Gujarati. You call what Mitu? Salt. Salt is known as Mitu. Which is sweet. <laughs> so sweet and salt <laughs> is the same because it brings out. So here it says Lavanya Dhamna, the abode of all beauty. And why is it the abode of all beauty? Because there's nothing to compare to Krishna's beauty. And it says that 
Krishna is so beautiful that when you look at him, the desire to continue looking at him increases twofold. And that's what happens to Radha and Krishna. That, that Radharani looks at Krishna, she becomes so happy, she becomes more beautiful. And when she becomes more beautiful, Krishna becomes so happy that he becomes more beautiful. And it just keeps on going. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I, 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 I have to take this, 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 see this love. And, it's, and, and if Krishna would once look at a girl in drudge, she'll never be able to think of another person her whole life. And he realizes that I'm going to see this reservoir of all beauty that and it's not only that but then krishna is god he's fashionable and he dresses nice and his hair and and everything about him is so like because you're from gujarat you know valabacharya a lot of valabas and that maduram maduram vadanam maduram madur. that song krishna is sweet everything about him is so sweet and why not? Because if God is the supreme person, he should want to please others. So his beauty is a manifestation of his love for the devotees. And when you see that person whom you have an eternal relationship with, who's so beautiful, there's nothing to compare and it describe well, the, the, the poets are trying to think, well, how do you describe Krishna's face? It's very round and very beautiful and shiny. It's like the moon. And when the moon hears that, it becomes so embarrassed. Like if you said to someone, you're like Prabhupada, you'd feel like. When, you, you, when you're excessively glorified, it makes you think of your lack. If you're, if you're compared to something like nothing, right? Right? If you're compared to nothing, like if I said, oh, only Mayapur would look, look like this. If I said to one of the ladies, oh, you're like Poolin Davy. Poolin Devi was a, 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 the most famous criminal in India. She was a lady. The police were always trying to catch Poolin Devi. Then they caught her, and the next thing you know, she's a member of parliament. This is, this is only how India could work. They were trying to catch her for 20 years. They catch her, and then all of a sudden, she's a member of parliament. But anyway, the point is, the point is, is... See, according to the audience, I, I, I have to communicate. So the Indians, I have to throw in, you know, certain things like this, which they can appreciate downstairs. Because I grew up in India, right? So we all know the, the different personalities. So the moon gets embarrassed and the moon hides. And it, be, and it becomes the dark moon. And then when you're embarrassed, you don't come out easily. You test it. Like there was one God brother of mine. He, he's in Vrindavan now. His name is Rishal. He's 80 years old. He's been distributing books for over 50 years. And he was a, a a fuller brush salesman in, in San Francisco. And he took so many LSD trips that there's one year of his life that he doesn't remember. And he came to see Prabhupada and he read the Krishna book and he came up to Prabhupada and he said, I read your Bhagavad Gita and it blew my mind. <laughs> and then he became very dedicated to Prabhupada. He actually has to this day, the watch that Daini Pan 
the first printers of the Krishna book gave Prabhupada, he has it. I take darshan of it, I see him. So he was with Prabhupada in Africa and, and they came back, they came back to Mumbai. But the devotees lost Prabhupada's yellow fever certificate for, for, for vaccination that you needed to come. Prabhupada was actually quarantined. So they were all looking for it. You know, all the devotees that were with him were looking for it. You know, Prabhupada was upset. So he sat down next to Prabhupada while all the devotees are running around. And, and he said, uh, Prabhupada, I, I he said something to Prabhupada. Is there anything I can do? Prabhupada looked at him sitting down. He said, what can you do? You speak nonsense. He, he hid from Prabhupada for two weeks. <laughs> he hid from Prabhupada. He was so terrified. Of course, it, it, it was nothing. So, so, so he hid for two weeks. So the moon, when, when the poet said, you, 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 you know, Krishna's face like the moon, the moon hid and only came out gradually. And then the, so, so he said, I'm going to see that person who is the reservoir of all beauty. I'm going to see that person, the Supreme Lord Vishnu, who relieves the burden of the earth. And what is the burden of the earth? The burden of the earth The burden of the earth means people who walk the earth and are opposed to God and commit sinful activities. Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata. So he, he's going to come by his own will. And I'm going to see that person. He is the witness of material cause and effect, yet he is always free from false identification with them. By his eternal potency, he dispels the darkness of separation and confusion. The individual souls in this world who are manifest here when he glances upon his material creative energy, indirectly perceive him the activities of their life, air, senses, and intelligence. This is a little difficult one. It's kind of a, a one that I should probably start the next class, but let me just say something about this verse. Um, and, and why is he all of a sudden giving all this Aishvarya? You know, because he, he was talking about his feet and, and the beauty of his face. Because he's thinking, um, how can this Lord who's the transcendental Lord, be so attached to all these activities which he's doing in Brudge. See, he's thinking like that in his mind. How can he be? So he, but then he says, Aham, but he's actually, he's only the witness, Ikshita. And makes the creation simply by willing it. Despite this, he's free from pride because he doesn't have the conception of doer. Krishna doesn't think that he's the, the that he's the cause of the creation. It never enters into his thoughts. He never has that. It's just like someone is a guru. They don't walk around thinking I'm a guru. They walk around thinking I'm a servant of my spiritual master. I'm a disciple. A guru doesn't think he's guru. Not like that can't be his abhiman, his self-conception. So the, that he's the cause of creation. It never enters into his mind. Um, 
And here's the difference too. Real knowledge means to be aware of your original position and ignorance means to forget it. But Krishna's, his, his conception is never different. Anyway, I will end now. I'll just ask anybody here like to share. Okay. Anyone here like to share um, any uh, Kimuna Jaya? Anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, I, I love Maharaj. I love um, that the way you put it. This one's definitely, I think it's a button. When you said, you're absolute, you're good, I know it, thank you. I think that's just such a great mantra. You're absolute, you're good, I know it, thank you. And then from there, I can act on that. I found that so powerful, Maharaj. Put that in my famous quotation book, okay? That one's down. <laughs> I loved it, thank you. And I also love hearing first class and this class, hearing you so much praise your God brothers and, and you're really exemplifying that thing about like serving the, the Vaishnav to get into their heart. It's so wonderful to hear you speak of, and how and saying how you, you worship them in your heart. It's very inspiring and a good reminder very for us important. to do. Very important. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Missy. Missy, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, I loved how when you first started in the beginning of the lecture, um, that even if you do your dharma expertly, if there's no roti, if the, the taste isn't there, then you don't have that connection to God. And then when you were talking about, you know, just tolerance, there's always a, a fruit of realization at the end. So I, I know you've said that before, but I, you know. It's it, so it important because we do have to tolerate so much. But really, if we do, there's a fruit. And the fruit is a realization that brings us to a higher level of consciousness. Yeah. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Missy. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. A few people want to say hello. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Um, oh my goodness. There was a couple of things for me. Um, one was that that logical sequence that you described about um, that seva shakti, you know, that if you are attracted to somebody, then that attraction will inspire you to want to serve them. And because you want to serve them, you somehow um, get the understanding of how to serve. And if that person who you want to serve, only wants to serve Krishna, then you'll end up doing devotional service. And so it's interesting, that logical flow was, I really appreciated how you went from being attracted to somebody to naturally ending up in devotional service, which is the, which is the soul, you know? So oh, being attracted to the right person, you know, ends up being self-realization in a way. That's why it's yeah. such a tragedy today who people's exemplars are. Yeah. People yeah. with desire or ego and the youth. Yeah, and, and I always quote Voltaire, that which you appreciate gradually belongs to you. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's my, that quote is my hope. <laughs> okay, thank but you. Mahaj I, I need to I need to share this synchronicity um, episode just now. Okay. So just before, like maybe I don't know, five ten minutes before this class, you know, my my daughter and I we have this um, weekly routine of reading the teachings of Lord Chaitanya together, and in that book, in in our today's reading, it was explaining about the fact that Krishna expands himself as so many incarnations. And one of those incarnations is Lord Brahma. And it was saying how sometimes Krishna takes the post of Lord Brahma himself. So I was explaining to my daughter 
why that is. And I was saying that, you know, um, if to, to have that post, you have to do your Varnashram Dharma perfectly a hundred lifetimes in a row. But, you know, as I was explaining that, I told her that I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but, you know, I'm not exactly sure. And, and then I, I just can't believe that, you know, you, you stated, you confirmed the, that specific thing. And I was so much in shock that I don't even remember why you brought it up. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that within minutes, you just confirmed the very point that, you know, we were speaking of just before wow. the class. Amazing. That's great. I'm yeah, so like this because there's people in the audience that they should see this screen too. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Rob Hi, Garage. Hi, Kaylee and company. Hi, Bo. Hi. Okay, great. Nityangi, Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much. Okay. I want... Sorry, sorry, okay. I have class. I cannot uh, participate in morning class. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. So you and Sudeshri have to visit me in Govardhan. Oh, with all my heart. <laughs> I am waiting for serving you with... <laughs> Our Iran, our foods, you yes. know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm making a kitchen there for you. Oh, very nice. Okay, okay. I'm waiting for that. Thank you so much. Okay, Haribo. <laughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. Haribo. Hare Krishna. Good. Thank you. Thank you. You're so steady. All my classes you attend. Good. Yeah, that's a pleasure, Maharaj. That's really, Thank that's a fortunate to be, to be able to be in your classes. Thank you very much. Well. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Maharaj. Again, two classes. Great. <laughs> you made it, uh, you made it right. How was the ride finally? Okay, great. Great. <laughs> okay. I am meditating on visiting your city. Oh, we hope oh, so, Maharaj. Yes. You're dreaming with it. <laughs> okay. Haribo. Haribo. Thank you, Maharaj, for the class. Thank you. <laughs> Haribo, Maharaj. Thank you for class. Good to see you. Good. Thank you so much. Haribo. Haribo. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Akinshita. Haribo. <laughs> Good. One or two more people. Hare Krishna Thank you for class. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Hey, Haribo. <laughs> okay. Hare Krishna. Good. Hey Krishna Gurmaraj, thank you so much. <laughs> Champa. <laughs> Where are you now? Miami? I'm in <laughs> no, I'm in Denver, but I'm going to Moscow in a couple of days. Is your mother back from Govardhan? Yeah, she's she's back. Yeah. Well you can actually see your father, right? Yes. Okay. He's feeling a little better. Um He's, he's not great. He's got COVID from the hospital, apart from recovering from the surgery. Oh, okay. So um, it's, been, it's been a roller coaster. Okay. Safe? Um, I hope so. Okay, we'll pray. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Gurmaraj. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gurmaraj. This is Kishore Radha. In for you. Hey, Haribo. Where's Tota Gopinath? <laughs> Okay, Haribo. Uh, thank you for the book that you gave me. Oh, great. Priya, yeah, please. Re 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 you'll enjoy it, okay? Yeah, okay. I'm enjoying it so far. Great. <laughs> Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Aveta. And Akiko. Haribo. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay, 
One or two more, and then we'll go. All right, Krishna Maharaj, it's Don Kaylee. Oh. Are you showing off your Tesla with the no hand? <laughs> Thank you for class, Maharaj. Okay. <laughs> I just love seeing that Tesla, right? Okay. Did he come over to your house? Yeah. Okay. He's such a nice person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Thank you again, Maharaj. Hey, Rachel. Great. Wow, two classes. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Bo. You know Rachel? From Pittsburgh. What? I know her from Pittsburgh. She's from Pittsburgh. I was so met her in Pittsburgh. She's a, like a nuclear scientist or something she manages Raghunath's business okay we'll head out now thank you all <laughs>